Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? I feel fun out in DJ247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a category that we've made up to be knobheads. For example, this week, we're looking for the best game with the most juvenile feature. Uh, this could go anywhere. Everything seems juvenile once you reach a certain age. Isn't that right, Tom? I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that um, like, a, my angry at the kids? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying, you know, you, you, you're getting all Old man shouts at cloud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything's juvenile when you're, like, emotionally in your 70s, right? Okay, so, uh, Connor, you had an outburst last time you were on because you didn't win. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go back to playing games if I haven't. Yeah, because I, th- I think Tom at some point has successfully convinced you that um, talking about a subject that you know very well was actually hurting your chances and then proceeded to make you lose, essentially, for the next 13, 14 weeks. Yeah, uh, so, you've, like that. so you've abandoned that. Uh, that advice now. Um, okay, let's see how you do. So, uh, yeah, so it's the best game with the most juvenile feature. And uh, I first want to hear from Tom, because, Tom, your pick is, uh, I think, what a lot of people are going to immediately think of. Yeah. I mean, I I think I came up with this topic, immediately gave him my choice. I didn't want to be like, remember when it was Resident Evil and I wasn't allowed to choose it because kelsey had picked it <laughs> so i thought i'm just going to pick the topic and immediately give you my choice so there's not i mean i'm quite short for time so i'm not going to give you a big uh yeah story so about you, it you haven't put much thought into it is what you're trying to tell us not really i mean i haven't got much to say other than um so the game is fable 2 right yeah give you a, a little backstory so at the time fable 2 um I was really into Flight of the Concords, right? Yeah. Uh, and one of the guys from that is called Jermaine, right? Um, and I yeah. really, I liked Tim Vine because he had some really terrible quick jokes. Yeah, and he had a had a joke about uh, badminton, about talking to his dog, telling him like badminton, right? That was a big thing at the time. So I, in Fable Two, I had a dog called. Dog Mint and Jermaine. There you go. Why right, not? Okay. Dog Mint All and Jermaine. Right. Um, and it could piss on people. And you, you can, if I, I can't remember Fable 2 very well. I remember liking it, but that was a thing that you trained the dog to do, wasn't it? You could, um, like, if it pissed on something, you would reward it and then it would learn that eventually it would get the gist that if it pissed on people to be honest i mean i can't remember i was going to watch a youtube video to check how this worked but yeah i I didn't um but all i can say is that it definitely peed on people that is funny 
and juvenile. <laughs> I remember it used to dig up condoms as well. Like you could get it yeah. to dig for treasure and nine times out of ten when you would send it digging, it would come back and bring you a condom, yeah. which is a, a lot like real England. Yeah. Where were you digging? Just, just like, anywhere in just, Fables World. Just anywhere just in Fables in the... World, there's condoms all over the place. Yeah, like, by yeah, like, yeah. riverbanks and stuff, you know. It's just like, just, yeah, just like Britain, isn't it? I thought you were going to go for just like, the, I don't know, the, 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 the standard, like, you know, the fart button where you can shit yourself in front no, of people. No, that's, that's a bit low for me. I'm not that juvenile. <laughs> I wouldn't, like, that's just a bit basic, isn't it? But the dog pissing on people is quite... Yeah, that is... Isn't that, it, that, it, I don't know how other people like over here in England, where we like this kind of stuff. I don't know how it translated <laughs> elsewhere. Like, did did the Americans like the dog pissing on people? I don't know. Like, how did they react to that? Don't know. Um, I don't, well, well, if you, if you are American and you're listening, please write in and tell nobody us. From, nobody from nobody from America. I look at the stats all the time. Nobody from America listens. Is there not about 12 people from America who listens to this? Maybe, but they're probably like people traveling from the UK. <laughs> yeah. They're probably like all people who work at this website just on uh, mm. uh, overseas trips. Right. Okay. So, uh, all right. Dog, the, the Fable Dog pissing on people. Um, I love the Fable Dog uh, in Fable 2. I called mine Leonard Nimoy because it, it, it made me laugh every time I saw, saw it come up mm. in the menu. Um, all right. Okay, right. I'm going to hear from Connor next because a very interesting. Because you seem to have this. Uh, I, I don't know if if you just invent them for this particular podcast and manifest them, but you seem to have an endless well of sort of fighting games that are odd. This isn't a fighting game, is it? Not okay. No, uh, this in fact was a game that's popular and made tons of money, which is how you know it's not a fighting game. Okay. Uh, um, right, okay. My pick is Burn. Goddess of Victory Nikkei. What? Okay. Goddess of Victory what? Nikkei is a, is a uh, Korean... Sorry, sorry, let's go back. Popular, yeah. made lots of money. Yeah. Popular, what, in your little dweeb circles? No, it's actually popular among fans of Gacha and spending tons of money mm. on anime girls and girls. Are we back on nonces again? N- no, well, maybe I, I can't. Connor, Connor, we had that we had that chat on Slack. We didn't have about, that chat on Slack about what not to bring up on the podcast. <laughs> that was about a marketing deck, wasn't it? <laughs> Goddess of Victory Nikkei is a third. Is a, apparently it's a third person uh, sci fi role playing game. It is sounds okay. pretty good. So to let me. me break it down for you. It's been developed by a Korean studio called Shift Up which are published by a branch of Tencent, basically. Uh, it's in the post-apocalyptic future. Humanity flees underground from aliens, and you play the role as this commander with a squad of Nikkeis, which are these artificial soldiers, each of their like, unique guns and stuff. Mm. Uh, it's like a third-person shooter where each of your characters take cover behind basically a wall. In each stage, there's a wall you take cover behind, and you shoot at enemies, and you have unique skills and abilities and stuff and you switch out your characters when you need to reload or whatever um it's it's confirmed to be influenced by the gears of war series okay which is a sin i guess to that uh series because this game is crazy um and the feature i'm talking about is the classic it's unbelievable jiggle physics because when you shoot your gun, so each of your guns are like these high caliber, like SMGs, LMGs, sniper rifles. Every time you shoot, because uh, of the way your character's positioned in like a Gears of War style, like crouch behind cover, 
yeah the bits of your character go mental they start jiggling all over the place and it is a feature it's a highly marketed feature in fact there was some big controversy around a thailand commercial they did where they basically depicted what they saw as the average goddess of victory nikkei fan as this guy who was sitting at his own birthday party bouncing up and down and fantasizing about anime woman um you're, n- which, you're not convincing me here. So is mm. you know this so is, is you know the you this podcast, Connor, right? It's the best yeah. games, right? It not is not random rubbish you found hey. on the internet when you googled. Goddess of Victory Nikkei made over seventy million US dollars in its first month of release. It's since made a hundred million. Have, have that doesn't you, make it good, it, Connor. It does. Have you played it, Connor? I have. For research <laughs> on for this podcast, downloaded it on my phone, and I, I did play it. Is years. it good? Is it good? Like, is the shooting good? I'll tell you what, it's not awful. Okay, all right. Well, it's um, really not. It's actually pretty great. Um, hang on, I think I've seen adverts for this game, and all yeah. the adverts are like they're lying down, firing sniper rifles, and every time they fire the gun. It's all about the ass wiggling. That's the yeah. feature. This is yeah, a, yeah. That's the juvenile feature. <laughs> right. Yeah, Connor, just, Connor. Yeah, but the fact that they put this front and center in the advertising as well, this is what I'm saying. I, yeah. I, I just Googled it, and as soon as I Googled it, I was like, I've seen ads for this game. I can't believe you've downloaded this. No. You'll be on a list. Yeah, and also, right, on a list for sure. Connor, imagine this. Yeah. There's an advert, and they're going to play it in front of, like, something imagine your family watch this program you're all sat together watching it yeah and there's an advert yeah. coming on in front of it and it's and they want you to have a quote and your quote on this advert is it's not it's, awful, actually, actually. it's actually pretty great it, that's what you said yeah. it's actually pretty great and that would be you Connor <laughs> Macker, attributed to you would you agree to that uh yeah kind of sure like, in a weird way it reminded me of like playing time crisis at the bowling alley please but, don't say this please oh don't <laughs> kind of i was like this is kind please of all right. time crisis when you're talking about this but like yeah it's 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 a it's a hugely popular game among fans of the gacha genre um of you know that sort of game um, people still play it a lot. It's still growing. It recently had a Chainsaw Man promotion, what? which for people who don't know is like this massive new anime that's coming out and people love. Yeah, people love Chainsaw um, Man. It's got a bunch of quests in it. It's got like a ton of characters it's adding all the time. I think it had a Guilty Gear crossover, but I might be crazy. Um, we uh, actually, Tom, Tom may not know this, we discussed doing a codes page for it on VG247, but our SEO team was like, let's not do this because of said feature i mean that says a lot doesn't it (laughs) one of the lead developers was interviewed by ign japan um Mm -hmm. and uh said to them that the the battle environment features life-size models instead of chibi style characters in order to quote unquote amplify the sex appeal um but they are chibi style characters like i'm looking at trailers now this I've, is. Uh, yeah. really I'm quite happy. I'm quite happy that I don't know what GB means. No wait, clue. One, no idea what that means. One more thing. I have to mention this. It was first revealed alongside. Uh, do you remember that Project Eve game that we saw like the PlayStation showcase? It was first showcased at a alongside that game at an event called Crank, the uh, Crank <laughs> Showcase, <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm too tired for this. But the point, <laughs> the point of this pick, right, and why I picked it, is because this is like video game juvenile at its like 
marketed at its at its peak at its most is it juvenile or is it just scumbags well i knew this would come up which is why i'm grabbing my phone i messaged jim trinker on he, got, he got a doll. He's picking up a doll or something. For a definition. First of all, I don't <laughs> For remember. a definition of what juvenile meant I in the context of this question. All right, okay, read it out what I said to you. Fine, that's fine. Right. I guess I would accept any definition from fart and willy jokes to backward slash archaic politics or just this game is designed for children but very good. I said, would you quantify outrageous jizzle, jiggle physics as a feature? You said, yeah. So yeah. it does. Yeah, I mean, what I, I saw this. Thought, What's well, all this I just, I, I, around I, I thought I, mean, I thought you were doing dead or alive. I thought <laughs> I've yeah. been dead or alive. I couldn't do it again. Yeah. I mean Yeah. It's a very popular game. People love it. I don't love it yet. I don't know. Maybe in time but, I'll just give yes. up on life and like <laughs> But it's great. Let's just move on. Jim, he's Connor's out. He's, he's... No, I'm not out. You mentioned Fable 2, the most milk toast, boring ass game in the world. <laughs> the yeah. Dogs pissing on people. Yeah, I bring up, I, I bring up something new table. that right. you haven't heard about because it's not 30 years old, and you're like, oh, it's a rubbish pick. I'll like, tell you oh. what, that, when you said it was like it was based on the appeal of like Gears of War, the one thing that people complain about with Gears of War is when you shoot a gun, Marcus Phoenix's hams don't fucking wobble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, Donaldson, can you uh, can you please bring this back to some level of sanity? There was only ever one choice for this category for me, which is just I just immediately <laughs> was like, well, I've mentioned it on the podcast before. What is my favourite game that's a little bit juvenile? Mm. And the answer, of course, is Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand. Um, <laughs> is this the first game. time you've actually entered it? It mm. is the first time I've entered it. I've only ever mentioned it in context. I was going to say, it's, gonna, I, it's, I, mentioned, like, it's been mentioned about 50 times on the podcast, but this is the first I, time well, it's actually... I always call it, I always call it like the... Uh, I always call it like the, the ultimate example of a B-tier video game. B-movies, everyone knows what a B-movie is. I feel like people always struggle to define a B-video game. But yeah. it is the very definition of that in terms of, you know, um, the size of the budget, the fact that they attached... Uh, 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 this known name to it and of course they had there'd been a, fe- a previous 50 cent game there'd been um was it called get rich or die time like the album was it called oh it's called bulletproof wasn't it they, so they'd done 50 mm-hmm. cent bulletproof on the ps2 which was quite a serious dour gta clone um <laughs> as a ps2 game very, too no that was, it was on, brilliant yeah it was on psp as well as all those games were but it was the main version was ps2 and xbox right and it was it was extremely mid and extremely boring and and you know gta clones were 10 a penny back then and it was one of the worst ones where you had stuff like scarface that was genuinely quite good um and when they decided to make a second 50 cent game which still astonishes me that they decided to make a second 50 cent game it's an extremely funny sentence to me um they made the decision to basically make a more serious a more a less serious game sorry so they made the decision to make a game that was that that was knowingly silly yeah basically and knowingly juvenile and it's just juvenile top to bottom whatever way you want to think about it, it, it juvenile gender politics check uh, <laughs> juvenile uh you gotta keep in mind this game was made in 2009 juvenile viewpoint on the middle east <laughs> as, as the names as the name of the game suggests <laughs> Where oh, the, the story of the game is literally that that Fifty Cent um, performs a concert in oh, an God. unnamed in an unnamed Middle Eastern country, 
And I fancy my chance of winning this week. Come on, Lawrence. <laughs> honestly, I think the winner goes to the least problematic this time. Right, and, carry and, on. And, and, and 50 Cent and G Unit are, are, are playing this, this concert in an unnamed Middle Eastern country. And after the concert, the promoter, who's a good guy, um, uh, basically, he can't pay them the 10 million in cash he's promised them. I don't know if G Unit were regularly paying, playing for 10 million a gig in these days, maybe. Mm. Uh, and instead, plays, pays them in a crystal skull. A diamond and pearl encrusted skull, and then as soon as they leave the, um... <laughs> it's just funny to be thinking about it. As soon as they leave the venue, um, in their giant hummus, um, <laughs> a terrorist group attacks Fifty Cent and G Unit and steals the skull. Um, and the leader of the terrorist group is a uh, is is a, is a sexy lady who G who uh, Fifty Cent has has you know a, a terrible sort of uh, sort of sexual tension with. And, um, <laughs> and actually, she's, she's sort of the second in command. She's not the leader. Um, and, yeah, 50 Cent and G-Unit then go on a killing spree in a Gears of War clone uh, in order to re- get back his... As, as, he, as he often tells people throughout the game, that bitch took my skull. Um, <laughs> and it's just... It's juvenile in every sense. It's juvenile in the sense of... Uh, it's it's worldview and all that sort of stuff. It's extremely, you know, mm. uh, retrograde. Uh, it's juvenile in the sense of, uh, and this is no hit on the developers, but it's juvenile in the sense of the way it approaches even its design, where yeah. it's just this Gears clone. But then it's literally juvenile because 50 Cent and members of G-Unit and their sons used to fly out to the UK where it was being developed. Then. <laughs> presumably fly into Birmingham International Airport and, uh, <laughs> and, and would rock up. And so, for instance, they were halfway through development and they had to add car chases uh, because 50 Cent just turned up at one of the code reviews and was like, I think we need car chases. And then another time, 50 Cent, this was told brilliantly by one of the developers in an interview in Edge because Edge did one of their uh, how-it-was-made-time-extend things on this game. Um quite late in development 50 cent turned up with his seven-year-old son yeah. and his seven-year-old son said why aren't there any helicopters and so they had to crowbar several fights against helicopters into the game <laughs> <laughs> because a seven-year-old said so and if that's not juvenile i don't know what is and then of course the thing that i've mentioned before uh in this game is um it sort of it, it, uh, it took uh the yeah. project gotham thing the kudos combo system thing. Uh, and so that's one of the, way, the ways the game sort of has some replayability compared to a Gears or something is you can go back through the levels and try to rack up a high score. Something that uh, a couple of episodes ago, we mentioned the club, similar to that, but actually better than that game, in my opinion. And at my absolute favourite feature hmm. is it's got a dedicated taunt button. Um <laughs> Yeah. And so basically if you're between enemies yeah and if you're between enemies and you uh, and you're trying to keep your combo meter up one of the things you can do is you can press I think it's like right bumper or left bumper and whoever you're playing as will throw out a a, a taunt um you know actually the funny thing is I was trying to look this up for this podcast and one Ryan King wrote a guide for the oh, official yeah. Xbox 360 magazine that was that was just a list of all the taunts that 50 could say. But also, yeah. that's not even... Um, Press that's not even all of them, slur. because 
you can play as multiple members of G-Unit as well, and they've all got unique voice acting and all got unique taunts. So basically, um, it's just got it's just a great feature where you shotgun someone shotgun someone's face off, and then to give yourself a multiplier, you you press a button and Fifty Cent shouts, "You're fucking dead." <laughs> or, or, or this is fucked man or game over bitch and a lot of other ones that have slurs that i won't repeat <laughs> um it's just great it's just and that is a feature where um if i think back to myself uh, if i if i if i put myself into my 13 14 year old self yeah. who was obsessed with South Park, not because of the uh, the satire about the world or politics or anything like that, but just because of the, you know, Cartman's mum is a bitch song. Um, <laughs> yeah. When I've, If I put myself in, in, in those shoes, that feature alone would have, at that time, I was too old by this point, but that feature alone would have, at that time, made this my favourite game of all time. So I, I just... I've got to pick it. It's um, even when you look on a higher level, like I say, I think you, you replay that game now and there's definitely a tone of, uh, they set a game in the Middle East because every war game was set in the Middle East at that time, because we were involved in a horrific illegal war there. Um, and you look at that bit and you wince, but also, um, but also I will say it's, it's a good game in the sense of, uh, even better than Black Panther, it manages to get through this whole game and it's all about brown people and they don't need to have a Martin Freeman swoop in yeah. <laughs> as, as their token white good guy. Um, yeah. And they've got plenty of bad guys and good guys on both, you know, on both sides, uh, uh, you know, people on both sides. So the representation is actually probably better than some games even now in that sense. But I just love what a ridiculous mess it is the story is like it was written by a child well not a child by a teenager that's the very specific thing the story the taunts the design it all feels very much like yeah it could have been done by a teenager it wasn't very talented team that worked on this game um but it's just got that feel and it's just it's just glorious you even have to unlock the taunts i just like so you earn points by getting kills and getting high scores and stuff, and you use that to unlock better cursing to throw at people. Oh, that's, it's a, it's a so, great game. So this is so, uh, right. Okay. So yeah. Okay. That's 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 pretty juvenile. Um, uh, it sounds like uh, once again, Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand is uh, has uh, dimensions of complexity that are not uh, immediately apparent. The thing I want to say also is, and this is the thing I can't stress enough, because it's like, it is a bit of a meme. You know, there's me and, and some other people on Twitter who, who often talk about this game, and I often post just a link to the YouTube video that is just like the 50 Cent Blood on the Sun movie where someone has spliced together all the cutscenes. Um, yeah. It's yeah. a must-watch. Um <laughs> And it is sort of that B movie thing because it is slightly terrible. It is slightly terrible. But the thing is, this is a pretty damn good, competent Gears of War clone. It's yeah. one of the better ones because there were a lot of them. And I would rather play this um, than a lot of the. St- I mean, even recently, that Outriders yeah. game that Square this, and people complained about. Army probably- of Two. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's got co-op, so it's it's got the Army of Two yeah. element as well. Is it better than Goddess of Victory, Nikkei, though? Um, no. Wow! Well, I mean, as a, as you know, a gear of clone, it, it, Connor, have you, it, you played know what? You know what? Said, Blood in the Sand. I have played that game. Yeah. All right. Is the shooting better or worse than Goddess of Victory? <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> 
There are two you dimensions know. of Goddess of Victory. Um, one is the guns and the shooting, which is, you know, yeah. really great. And the second is the butts. Um, <laughs> you know, I, marketed I with, quote, intense shooting of one-handed control. I don't know. You mentioned a lot of, like, when I was younger, would I have liked this game? If I was younger and playing Goddess of Victory, I would have been, like, all sorts of messed up. It would have changed my life. So. Well, yeah, because of the one-handed control, it would have led to a, yeah. to a crippling addiction. The one, thing I will say is, the one thing I will say is 50 Cent Blood on the Sand is a game where um, the protagonists constantly call uh, the female lead a bitch and there's uh, there's prostitution and all sorts in it. And yet it still has more positive gender politics than Goddess of Victory Nikkei. <laughs> I'll have you know that originally the characters in Goddess of Victory Nikkei were going to have less clothes on, but the developers, the publishers were like, hang on, oh, a minute, well done. we need to. Oh, well done, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the publishers were like, hang on, come on, guys. We need to uh, respect women with this game. <laughs> and so they gave them more clothes. <laughs> so right. you're actually I'm wrong. Sure, I'm sure that's All what right. they thought. All right. yeah. We're going we're gonna to cut to an ad break and play that jingle, and then I'm going to make a... <laughs> make a the, the deliberation that everyone knows I'm going to make just, just to save the reputation of the company. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Right. <laughs> all right, okay. So, um, look, all I'll say is no one on this podcast ever put themselves on the list to win. Okay. <laughs> well, fucking Donaldson did last year. Uh, okay, it's true, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, all that, all that, the protestations of a man who brought Galgun into this fucking conversation. Right, okay. Um, to be fair, I, I think Donaldson didn't pick it up quite as much as Connor has but, for this it, 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 obvious piece of trash. The game, the, trash. The game <laughs> in that instance, the game in that instance was, it was the best game that, we, that was basically going to cause aliens to nuke the planet, so... Hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. So, uh I'm 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 not I I'm not even going to pretend that I'm torn about this. Right. I'm just going to say it, okay? The, right. So the the best game of these three, ob- objectively the best game and the least problematic and the only one that has dogs pissing on people is Fable 2. So so Tom's one. So Tom has not been I, I I would actually replay Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand before I replay. <laughs> I mean, that's probably, and I like right. Fable too. Listen, I like Fable too as well. It's unplayable now, but back in the day, it was a moment. And look, uh, so uh, like Tom has for once not been robbed. I think a lot of people might claim that Connor's been robbed, but um, no, people are going to say that. I, people know that Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand. <laughs> Nobody's going to the dialogue. You need to hear the dialogue in this game and understand how juvenile it is. I literally just loaded up the movie. Everything uh, is for sale here. Drugs, guns, bombs, chemical weapons, and 50 cents. I, I think there will be a lot of debate about this one, about about which which one of you guys has been robbed. And everyone in Connor's corner is going to be uh, uh, possibly like the sort of Twitter account that you wouldn't want to follow. 
But um, yeah, I mean, all yeah. I'll say is that there's a group of like two or three people who always have my back on the podcast. <laughs> and I will give them up to the police for a plea deal to get me out of jail in an instant. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. OK, Fable 2 uh, is the uh, is the best game uh, with the most juvenile feature, which is uh, training your dog to piss on people. I mean, that's that's brilliant, isn't it? Let's let's come on now. Never, the, no other game let, uh, lets you train a creature to piss on people, apart from possibly black and white from the same guy. You know so, what? I actually took a picture once out of a car window. Don't know how it happened, and it was it captured a dog pissing on a lamppost. <laughs> <laughs> well, dogs um, do piss on lamppost quite often. Do you have I know, that but I mean, I, do somewhere. I mean, I'd love to, I was think I was thinking about if I had this earlier. And I forgot to mention it, but I don't know. It's so long ago. It was before camera phones. It was like I think I was trying to put. A, I think I was trying to put a battery in like a digital camera, All and right. somehow took a picture. Right. And so it, was it, was, like, it was it was it was post digital, but not a not. So you you weren't you didn't have to get this developed in Boots or anything. No, but it once hasn't you been have a dog to Google Photos or anything. <laughs> once you have a dog, you sort of become desensitized to dog piss and shit. Though you become you also become desensitized to how when dogs are pooing, they tend to lock eyes with you. <laughs> on that note <laughs> very intimate when they do that like I said you will find out in this year podcast if you enjoyed the show please give us a five star review wherever you get your podcast it really helps us get the word out uh, we're not just a podcast of course if you'd like to hear more from the team then check out vg247.com for our fantastic news coverage features reviews and game guides Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Transport links are pretty great here in Scotland. Your cars and aeroplanes, therefore, Nogsman. Oh, fuck, sorry. Uh, can you guys just deal with this for another week and I'll, I'll do something different next week, I promise. Right across the fourth of day, there's only one way, Scott Rail. I mean, it's it's being sung by a policeman, right? And police dogs are a thing. Just just go with it. Methyl does not form part of the Scott Rail network. We